Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. There's a new person overseeing water quality for the Anishinaabek Nation. That's a Native American tribe and political advocacy group in Ontario, Canada. Autumn Peltier volunteered to take over the job from a relative who passed away and vows she'll spend the rest of her days protecting the Great Lakes and other waters and has already met with Canada's Prime Minister and appeared before the United Nations General Assembly where she told those dignitaries from all over the globe it's time to warrior up and stop polluting the planet adding her people believe water is alive and has a spirit of its own. By the way, the new chief water commissioner of the Anishinaabek Nation, Autumn Peltier, is 14 years old. I can barely ride a bike without training wheels at 14, Cliff. I'm not so sure I could do it today. <laughs> ride a bike without training wheels? I'm not wheels? so sure. It's been so long I'd since like, I've been on one. I'd almost pay $5 to see that. Do I have a $5 in my wallet? Yes. Well, we need a bike. Oh, yeah. Someone bring a bike, and I will give them $5 so that Weed can try to ride it. Out in the parking lot yeah, or inside the building? right out here in the parking lot. I'll shoot video. <laughs> Welcome to the Morning Road Show. My name is Weed, and my name is often, often mentioned in radio circles. Oh, it is, huh? <laughs> and sometimes in radio rectangles. <laughs> Cliff, everybody's going crazy this morning about the uh, movie mm-hmm. Avengers Endgame over the weekend, setting all of the records and all of yeah. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you read a little bit deeper in there, yeah. those that have seen the movie say there's a mysterious sound at the very end of the credits. Really? Yes. Now, I haven't seen the movie. I have no plans to see the movie. Okay. But... I've seen a few people comment that it sounds a lot like somebody's bladder exploding after sitting there for three hours watching a movie. Good thing about watching at home, there's a pause button. Exactly. (laughs) We, these two guys in England, who had been down on their luck for a good while, thought they had suddenly struck it rich. They bought a $5 scratch-off lottery ticket in South London, and after they got done scratching, 31-year-old John Ross Watson and 36-year-old Mark Goodrum found themselves five and a half million dollars richer. The unemployed best friends went about everything as they were supposed to do, having the ticket verified, making sure they had a purchase receipt, and then visiting the lottery office to cash that dude in. They now admit that they were already spending the money before they got it. Trips to Vegas, new cars, new clothes, that kind of thing. But when lottery officials asked for their bank accounts so that money could be deposited, both of them said, we don't have bank accounts, we're poor. And then lottery officials asked their second question. So if you have no bank accounts, how were you able to purchase the lottery ticket with a debit card, which you have to have an account for? Their answer soon sounded something like, why no officer buying a lotto ticket with a stolen debit card would be illegal. (laughs) Lottery officials now holding up the payout until the matter is straightened out, but the two, in fact, stand to lose the money if they're found to have broken the law. (laughs) <laughs> be nice if they would give it to the person that they the, stole the debit. Lot of, you're exactly yes. right. 
Yeah. Oh, that would be nice. <laughs> 44 and 1. That is almost, Cliff. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. That's what Wabash Valley's baseball team is yep. in Mount Carmel. Right. 44 and 1. And Thursday, yep. they're on the road. I looked it up on their schedule. Yep. They will be taking on the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> And I know, I know what you're thinking. It doesn't sound very fair. Right. I understand yeah. that. No, you're right. Yeah. But with Chicago being in the same state as Wabash Valley, yeah. I'm sure they'll take it easy on the Cubs. <laughs> Just what I'm thinking, Cliff. I mean, they right. don't want to run the score up on them and make them look bad. Well, Cliff, back in the 70s when yes. the outlaws of country music were uh, yeah. well, making a name for themselves in the music world, no yeah. one thought that this outlaw would make it to the age of 86. But today yeah. is Willie Nelson's 86th <laughs> birthday. And sources are saying, Cliff, that yeah. he's throwing a party yeah. that no one's going to remember. <laughs> well, Cliff, we've mentioned it for several years here on this program that yeah. each and every morning you come in and you have a, a nice heaping helping of coffee. <laughs> Every morning. No, that, that's absolutely true. And that is the one thing yeah. that I really can't drink. Right. Because I just don't like it because it burns my lips and well, everything it's, else. It's too hot. It's you too hot. Cool just a little bit. And yeah. a few moments ago, yeah. Cliff, yeah. and you've seen it, yeah. one of our wonderful listeners dropped in, yeah. knowing my plight about my that's hatred right. of coffee. You just don't like a cup of coffee. Yes. And delivered to me yeah. moonshine-flavored <laughs> coffee. <laughs> Or actually, it should it's be moonshine. The fl flavored like coffee. Yes. And I appreciate the offer. They said, if you well, try this, maybe you'll get hooked on the taste of coffee. If you think regular coffee burns your lips and everything else, coffee-flavored moonshine is going to be way worse. I'm going to have to try this, Cliff, because this could be the beginning of something special right, right. here. I could That's get hooked right. on moonshine coffee. <laughs> And I noticed on it, Cliff, yeah. it says, well, it says 60 proof. Holy cow. <laughs> but it's recipe number 102. What's wrong with the first 101 recipe? I'm kind of wondering that myself, <laughs> if something could be amiss here. Doesn't that annoy you, Cliff? There's always some reason why the price of gas <laughs> skyrockets. I mean, you said it was some refinery out west. Out west, yes. It well, could be because our thermometer's not working correctly yeah. here in the studio. I don't know why that thermometer says 39 when the one down there says 52. We're going with 52. But let's go with 52. Makes me feel better. it's going to be 80 this afternoon. We, you've heard of this kind of thing happening before where people find out there's a large underage drinking party at someone's house and concern for the safety of those who might try to drive drunk and the fact that underage drinking is illegal, pretty soon the cops are raiding the party. Well, it happened Saturday night in Holmes County, Ohio, where police say they made about 75 arrests. Juveniles, those who were over 18, and technically were not juveniles, but under 21, making it illegal for them to drink, and other adults of the young nature. And by the time they were done, there were more than 40 cops on the scene and some firefighters helped out as well. Authorities now believe if left unchecked, the party may have grown to more than 1,000 attendees. And now, here's the twist. All those kids and young adults at the drinking party 
We're Amish. <laughs> <laughs> Which kind of leaves, of course, the mental image of the drive home where the most sober one there is the horse pulling the buggy. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know the firemen could help you. Uh, well, they were, you know. Help the police arrest there's a, you. If you get, if you're in, intoxicated, the, they have to make sure that you're not medically at risk. I see. And so the firefighters can help with that. I see. Well, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, here's the Eli Young Band, and of course, that means the price of gas is going to go up because they're playing right now. There's a hospital, Cliff, in yeah. Philadelphia. Okay. And medical devices that are used to perform colonoscopies were stolen. Yeah. Now, that sounds like a strange thing to be That's stealing. Right. Why would someone steal stuff you do colonoscopies with? I have no idea, but they stole almost... Yeah. $500 million worth of equipment. Really? Three people, two guys and a girl. Holy cow. Got into a restricted area and did that. Yeah. I guess maybe, Cliff, I don't know. I'm not into yeah. the stolen colonoscopy equipment, but no. perhaps there's a black market for it somewhere where you can resell it and make <laughs> wait, wait. some money. Wait, no, I, I think that's the brown market you're talking oh. about. <laughs> you asked the question, I tried to answer it, and you went down that path. No, I kind of went up that path. <laughs> I wish I'd have done this earlier this morning, Cliff, What's and that? caught a lot of our listeners on the way to work. What are you talking about? Well, I spent a um, a large part of my weekend yeah. at the Dairy Queen. At the Dairy Queen? Yes, I spent a large I'll, part of that. <laughs> you mean, I can see you go there and you're done, but why were you there all weekend? Well, I like it simple. Okay. You see, Cliff, I love yeah. the chocolate-dipped yeah. ice cream cones. You know, put a little oh, yeah. vanilla in there, dip it, and there we go. Yes. I always eat the medium because my tongue's not fast enough licking to do the large ones <laughs> because they always melt all over right. the place. Yeah. You know, I could easily eat that much. Yeah, but clearly. I, but I just but can't keep up. Yeah, your your tongue is just it just wasn't built for all the licking. No. And right. so I got to thinking while they were preparing mine that I like it simple. But I'm sure it's... Their place, there's probably 200 different ways you can get ice cream and different treats. No, when you consider all the options, uh, the blizzard and the extra, yeah, I'd say it's probably more than 200 is a minimum. I'd say there's probably more like 500. Yes, and I was just thinking, not only at the Dairy Queen, but any other restaurant. If you've ever worked at a restaurant or a fast food place, Mm -hmm. I just wonder, is there something on the menu that when someone comes in and orders it, you're like, yep. oh, crap, I hate making that thing because that's <laughs> difficult to make. I just hate, and everybody there right. feels the same well, way. Yeah, I would say that's true. I would think so, too. Right, and I think, and I know for a fact, actually, that there are places where you can go and they have new things on the menu. They're trying new things, new tastes, new combinations. They're always, you know, trying to come up with something to keep people's interest, and yet... Everyone comes in and orders the fried chicken. I mean, that's, that's so. Yes. They get big, I've made the fried chicken for 15 years the same way. I want to make something different. I want to make something different. So and I was. That's probably both of those things. I yeah. was thinking this morning, Cliff, yes. perhaps yeah. if you've ever worked in the uh, restaurant business yeah. or today, if you still work there, mm-hmm. if you would send us a text at 812 682 0520 and just tell us the mm-hmm. one item on the menu. That you absolutely hate making. I'd like to be, uh, I'm curious as to see what that is. Yes. And I'll tell you what, Cliff. Okay. We'll play a couple of songs. We'll play uh, Blake Shelton and we'll play Kelsey Ballerini. And if you want to call in after Kelsey Ballerini. Yeah. And you tell us what that is you hate to make or hated to make in the past. Yes. 
we'll give you a couple of uh, morning roadshow coasters for helping cool. us out this That'd morning. That'd be fun. Epic failure, that's all I can say, Cliff. We An epic failure here about our restaurant mean? food and epic what you hated the most to make. Well, um, nobody's calling you oh, today. Oh, because you said you should have done that yes. earlier. I should have. Yes, you should have. I wished I had it. We did get a you response, know. though, by text message. Oh, we did. Huh? James said that he yeah. hated making salmon when yeah. he worked at Flying J. I had no idea. Did they have salmon at Flying I J? I had no idea. Who knew? I, none. I had none. I, you know, and I know sometimes over at the uh, Ponderosa, they have a beef liver on the hot bar. I can't imagine that's any fun at all either. No. We've got Lord, somebody calling, Cliff. Someone's calling? Yes. Let's all see right. who we got. Hi, who's this? Hello? Jess Robinson. Jess? Yeah. All right. Uh, where are you from? Fort Grant. Well, Jess, what was it at a place that you worked at or still work at that you hated to make? Well, I worked at McDonald's. I hated making the extra pickles or something like that. Now, why did you hate that so much? It just wasn't my routine. So you oh. kind of get into a pattern of making oh. things? Yeah. Ah, well, I okay. can see that. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Jess, for helping us out this morning, we've got two morning roadshow coasters here, pickle-free for you, okay? <laughs> All right. All right, you drop by, pick those up, have a great day, and thanks for calling in. Thank you. Bye-bye. That's pretty different, Cliff. I never thought of that. No, I mean, it makes sense. Once you once he said it, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's not really about what you're making. It's that you get into a routine of making it, and someone throws you out of it. Well, Cliff, we still got somebody calling in, but yeah. we don't have any more coasters. Is we're, that okay? we're out of coasters? Yeah. We have no more coasters? Not at the moment. During the 9 o'clock news, mm-hmm. we received this phone message. Morning, Weed and Cliff. Nick from Otwell checking in. Weed, I got a question for you. I was wondering on your coasters that you're out of now, if it's got both your picture and Cliff's picture on them with a head as big as Cliff's, wouldn't it be considered a placemat, not a coaster? Really? You really wanted to go there, Nick from Otwell? He went there, Cliff. Yeah. He's trying to be listener number 12. No, well, he's guaranteeing he's never going to be listener number 12. That's what's happening. By, you know, making fun of that. My head, yes. He's yes. making fun of my head. Well, I'm going to have to look for some more coasters, Cliff. Surely we've got some stuffed around here. Well, I mean, you, you've been handling them. I know. You, all that stuff's at your desk. You would think you would know what you would... Why can't we just order some more? It costs money to do that. Was that a problem? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think there's some in some nooks and crannies around here, you maybe. You think so? I'm going to... Okay. I, after 10 o'clock, I'll go looking yeah. for it. But if we're out... We're, we're out. Just, we're just going to have to get some more somehow. All And I've been working hard on the uh, take it to the Ooh, bank this wait, morning. Wait, 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 today hold, it's going to be wait, about whoa, 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 Hold on there just a second. Okay. You seem to have forgotten... You might remember Friday when we were discussing Take It to the Bank, and we were also about the same time discussing the fact that after Friday of this week, I'll be on vacation. And you made it seem, you know, as though I should be guilty because I'm not going to be here next week. So I volunteered just to, you know, make up for that. You did. This week, I will do all of the work for Take It to the Bank. So the work I put in this morning on Take It to the Bank. Has been wasted, yes. So do I get overtime for that? No, you don't. (laughs) It's extra work I did for nothing. That's right. Well, you... It's the extra work you did was because you weren't paying attention in the first place. So you've got it covered the rest of the I've week. I've got it covered. I All will right. do, for the first time ever, a take it to the bank that I will actually enjoy. Wow. Yeah. And guess what? It's about poop. <laughs> you know, mine was about Walmart. We could yeah. have, we could still slide no, that no, one over there. No, that's okay. No, we're, 
I've got the work done no, already. No, we're going to talk about colons today. <laughs> I'd say by Thursday, yeah. a lot of listeners yeah. will be glad that you're leaving on vacation. Well, maybe that's the point. <laughs> For today and the rest of the week. That's right. Here's Cliff Ingram. Take it to the bank. And as we just discussed moments ago... I'm handling the legwork this week for Take It to the Bank because, you know, I was guilted into doing so. So here we start. Should come as no surprise that most of the subjects on this week's Take It to the Bank will be poop-related. And we start today with the colon. Specifically, the difference between the male and female colons. Turns out a woman's colon is actually longer than a man's colon, about 10 centimeters on average. Doctors think it helps with absorption of fluid during childbearing. But all that extra colon has to fit in a female body that on the average is smaller than that of a dude. And that means there's a lot more twists and turns. And that's why women suffer from bloating and constipation a lot more than men. In fact, a study by the National Institute of Health reviewed 2,194 colonoscopies performed by a single experienced endoscopist. And it showed that they considered 31% of colonoscopies by women technically difficult to do compared to 16% for men. And it's because of all the little twists and turns you ladies have on your insides. That is information you can take to the bank. I'm a little embarrassed now, Cliff, that yeah. um, we played Dolly Parton right before that, to be honest with you. Really? You yes. think Dolly Parton's never had a colonoscopy? I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> oh, just stop. Stop for a minute and ponder the idea. Cliff in California... A thief was stomped from breaking into someone's car by a wild coyote. Chased him. <laughs> so this dude was like breaking into somebody's car. And a coyote come up. And then wow. yeah. he was chased away officially yeah. and finally yeah. by a roadrunner that came by too. <laughs> beep, beep. And off That's they went. right, yeah. Yes. Was, where does Mel Blank fit in all this? He's got to be there somewhere. Absolutely. Well, Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, number number three. My tongue's not able to keep up with the licking. <laughs> Number two, the most sober one there is the horse. <laughs> but the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, things like this featured all week on Take It to the Bank. We said, Dolly Parton getting a colonoscopy. No, we didn't say that. You said that. <laughs> does, it, does it really matter? Well, no, It's not guilt really. by association. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.